Average Golfers Unite. It's Nick's Golf Guy Podcast Round 24, bringing you another avalanche of Average Golf Guy Illumination, an injection that stimulates you for the game we all love and sometimes hate. So stick around. Average Golfers Unite. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast Round 24, podcast designed for average golfers like me. I'm Nick McClendon coming to you from Virginia Beach National Golf Club today in Virginia Beach, Virginia with my fellow average golfer, Jordan Weymouth. I'm really excited about this round of Nick's Golf Guy podcast and I'm glad you could join me. We're going to be covering golf news, what is happening on the PGA Tour, and an as-we-go course review here at Virginia Beach National Golf Club. We have plenty of average golfer things to discuss in between, so let's get things started with this week's Off the Tee. Onto the Corn Ferry announces its 2023 schedule and new end-of-season format. Instead of about 25 players earning PGA Tour cards at the end of the regular season, the Corn Ferry goes to playoff systems, similar to the FedEx Cup, with increased points and reduced fields after each of the four weeks. The top 156 players qualify for the Albertson Boise Open, with 144 players at the Simmons Bank Open in Tennessee. 120 players will advance to the nation's nationwide Children's Hospital Championship in Ohio and the top 75 going on to the Corn Ferry Tour Championship in Indiana. Owned and operated by the PGA Tour, the Corn Ferry Tour identifies and develops players ready to compete and win on golf's biggest stage. In 2013, the Corn Ferry Tour became the path to the PGA Tour with all 50 available PGA Tour cards coming through the tour as well as the season culminating at the Corn Ferry Tour Finals. We'll be uh, keeping up to date on future rounds of the Corn Ferry Tour here on Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. On to Christopher Newport University Golf, facing an incredibly talented field at the NCAA Division Three Championship Preview, the Christopher Newport Men's team earned one of the most impressive wins in program history last Tuesday, October 4, with a 14-stroke victory at the Keen Trace Golf Club in Nicholasville, Kentucky. CNU captured both the team and individual medalist honors with the dominant overall performance. I'm looking forward to having standout Alex Price on the show in November after the fall season, so stay tuned. Switching clubs on to golf course scandal in Texas. A high school golf team in North Austin arrived at Avery Branch Golf Course for practice last week, only to find an adult entertainment club having a tournament on the course. The high school players unfortunately discovered the players in the tournament acting very inappropriately on the course. The coach immediately canceled practice. Photos from the outing appear to show two partially clothed women walking on the course. Avery Ranch spokesperson told the school we were not aware of these inappropriate actions would occur, taking golf to another level altogether in Texas. And just a quick reminder, you can find Nick's Golf Guy podcast on Podbean, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Samsung, to name a few. Don't forget to like and follow for all my upcoming Average Golf Guy podcasts. Switching clubs, now into the PGA Tour, October 6th through 9th, the Shriners Children's Open TPC Summerlin, Las Vegas, Nevada took place. South, Korea, South Korean Tom Kim takes home the win and $1,440,000 of the $8 million purse. Congratulations. 
The next tournament on the schedule is October 13th through 16th, the Zozo Championship at Accordia Golf Narashino Country Club in Chiba, Japan. The man from Japan, Hideki Matsuyama, is the defending champ, and the purse is $11 bucks. And that is what is happening in the world of golf in a nutshell here on Round 24 at Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. And a quick reminder, you can find me on Instagram, at Golf Guy Nick, and catch up with all my picks and videos from my outings. Don't forget to follow me as well. Switching clubs, we're here at Virginia Beach National Golf Course in Virginia Beach, Virginia today with my fellow average golfer and good friend Jordan Weymouth. And we will be doing an as-we-go course review of the four hardest holes on the course and then sitting down post-round to discuss our game and the pros and cons of Virginia Beach National Golf Course. And that is what is on the tee box for this week's The Drive. All right, welcome to Nick's Golf Guy Podcast, a podcast designed for average golfers like me. We are on the second hole at Virginia Beach National, hardest hole on the course, according to the Mintani Cap. Got my man Jordan here with me. Jordan, what are we looking at from the tee box today? We're looking at a slight dogleg left, pretty long hole. Uh, it's got some trees hugging the right side and some water, a creek with water and some high brush on the left. Uh, you definitely want to stay middle of fairway here. If not, you're going to find yourself in some trouble. All right, Wayne, trouble is what we want to stay out of today, especially on this hole. We're going to go ahead and tee off. We'll see you after the, after the drive. Okay, after the drive, I'm uh, middle of the fairway here. Not too bad for my average golfer self. Uh, about 170 out. Uh, straight at the pin. Pin's what? Middle? Middle left. Middle left? You were like 200. Yeah. Oh, I'm 200 out? Yeah, 192. All right, I'm 200 out. 192 to be exact. And going to take my second shot here. Hopefully, I can get it up there uh, on the green. Jordan, how'd you do on that drive? I hit it. Solid, just pulled it a little right. I'm a left-handed uh, golfer. Pulled it a little right, probably 85, 90 yards out. All right, there we go. We are at the hardest hole on the course here at Virginia Beach National. Going for our second swing. I think I'd beat him in a straight up. All right, my second shot didn't turn out too well. Lost it, had to drop three, hit four, and I am on the green putting for bogey. Jordan, what are you looking at here, bud? Looking at 123 out, uh, right side, kind of in the short rough. Um, pin is middle left. Just going to try to easy, hit a nice, easy, easy 50 degree and see how it goes. There we go. Jordan on his second shot on his approach. We'll see you after the putt. All right, did not end up very well with me on the hardest hole on the course. I had to triple bogey with the three putt after dropping the lost second shot. Jordan. Think you fared a little bit better on that hole? Yeah, not too bad. I would have liked to have not gotten a bogey, but I did. I was on in two, uh, probably pin high, just a little right, and I, like Nick, three putted. So <laughs> ended up with a bogey. There we go. Two average golfers just golfing today here at Virginia Beach National. We'll see you up next for the next hardest hole in the course, which will be the fourth, ninth hole third hardest hole in the course so we'll see you then all right we've played through eight here at virginia beach national my man jordan and i are uh not playing the same i'm playing my average golfer misery and jordan you're playing pretty well so far not bad not bad i'm just 
you know, scraping away a few three putts here and there, but you know, just trying to stay under uh, under 42 on the front. Having having a good round, Jordan is. So we are on the hole number nine, third hardest hole on the course. Jordan, what are we looking at here? Oh man, this one will get you. Uh, you got a huge body of water on the right hand side, uh, especially for you lefties out there. You can definitely pull it and get yourself in some trouble. To the left, you got some trees, another fairway. Uh, it's a dogleg right, long hole. Uh, a lot of trouble. The green is not easy with a pocket bunker on the right-hand side. It's uh, just kind of hope and prayer on this hole. Hope and prayer. That's all I can give up today as my golf game is falling apart. But I will try to pull together here on hole number nine. Virginia Beach National, two average golfers golfing away today here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. We'll see you after the drive. All right. Uh, just I had a decent drive out. Just hit my second shot. Uh, Going to have a short approach. Jordan, you're uh, laying one, hitting two. How you feeling? Feeling pretty good. I should be middle of the fairway around 150-yard marker. The pin is in the back, so I'm going to have a little extra yard yardage there, probably around a 160, 165-yard shot. But I'm looking pretty good here. All right. We are on the third hardest hole at Virginia Beach National Golf Club. This is Golf Guy Nick Podcast, round 24 with my man Jordan. Two average golfers golfing. All right, we just finished the third hardest hole. Hole number nine here at Virginia Beach National. Double boat. Lost one in the water on my second shot. Recovered, though. Had a nice finishing uh, finishing one putt to round off a double bogey. Jordan, how'd you do on that hole? Well, I was sitting 153 out, uh, looking really pretty at the, at the hole, right at the green. And I shanked my shot. So I shanked my shot left since I'm left-handed, hit it off the hosel. That hosel led me to go out of bounds and lose my ball. So took a drop, got up and down uh, for a double bogey. Double bogey. We are on uh, the turn right now. Going to kick it to uh, uh, on the turn, and then we'll be on the fourth hardest hole, or second hardest hole in the course, or hole number 10 here at Virginia Beach National. Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. All right, we are on uh, hole number 10 here, uh, the second hardest hole on the course, par four, 310 yards. What are oh, we doing? No, more than that, four, uh, 370. 370 here uh, at Virginia Beach National. Jordan, what are we looking at today? Well, this one's a tough one here. I, I believe it should be number one handicap on the course. You kind of have a blind shot off the tee box. You cannot see the fairway past about 200 yards, so you hope that the ball rolls into a good spot if you hit it over 200 yards. So you do have a slight dogleg right, uh, trouble on the left, trouble on the right, some tall weeds on the right. That If you hit in there, you're losing your ball. Uh, another one of those hope and prayer holes here. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, definitely arguably the hardest hole in the course, uh, for sure, in my mind. Definitely visually intimidating, so we're going to get going here. Off the tee, hole number 10, Virginia Beach National, Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. Reminding you, yeah, what I don't do and what I need to do more of is working for me. My driver's swinging a lot better than... All right, I pulled a very nice second shot in the fairway on a very short... Uh, Got a short approach shot. Jordan, how you looking on your, uh, on your first... On your drive here and your uh, second shot? Like I said before, I'm a little left on the fairway, about 175 out. Um, again, pretty long hole for a par four, depending on which tees you play. Um, 175 front pin, 
definitely gettable. Got to play a little right to left here. All right, we are uh, we're looking at the green right now. Second shot, Jordan, average golf guy, gonna go ahead and aim for the green green on this one. We are hole ten, Virginia Beach National. Jordan pulled a second shot. What do you do? What happened there? I had a little lie above my feet, left-handed again. Tends to go left to right when it's above your feet, and that's exactly what happened. I didn't make a great adjustment, so I dropped right where I swung before and hit a great shot in about six feet from the stick. All right, we're on approach here on hole 10, Virginia Beach National. All right, uh, hole number 10 produced uh, some tough shots there, but got on, pulled a double bogey. Jordan, how'd you do? I'm going to give myself a bogey on this one. Average Golfers, Nick Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to say I putted with a right-hander's club because I did not have a my lefty putter with me after searching for my first lost ball. Hit a great shot in on my, my technically my fourth shot. Uh, give myself a bogey there. There you go. That's what we can do as average golfers. All you average golfers out there, just give yourself something out there while you're playing. And we are on to hole number 11. We'll see you back here on hole number hole number 14, the fourth hardest hole on the course. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast, Virginia Beach National. All right, and we are on to hole 14, par 4, 382-yard, fourth hardest hole on the course. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. I'm Nick McClennan. Got my man Jordan Weymouth with me here. We are on the final hole of the round for the podcast, Jordan. What are we looking at here from the tee box? You know, this one's a little tough. It's a strong dog leg left. Uh, you got a, again, 382 yards. It's not a short hole. You got some trees on the right and a lot of trouble on the left, including trees and high, tall fescue. Um, you got a tucked away green, Curtis Strange and Pete Dye definitely want you to die on this course, particularly and, on this hole. And the way the, the look from the tee box is, it's probably going to be my death on this hole. But be that as it may, average golfers out there, we're out here at Virginia Beach National kicking it one more round. It's Nick's Golf Guy Podcast, hole 14, par four. All right, we are off the tee box on 14, par four, fourth hardest hole in the course here at Virginia Beach National. I had a really decent drive right out into the uh, fairway. Jordan, how'd you fare on that one? Well, you had a great drive. I I happened to hit the best ball of my day. For and sure. I, I should be pretty close in there, probably 130, 140 yards out, uh, looking straight at the green. Uh, we both got some good good shots here, good angles, and hopefully we hit some good approaches. All right, there we go. We are on the second hole. A second shot, 14th hole. Par four, Virginia Beach National, Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. All right, I putted my way down the fairway uh, with a horrible approach shot off into the weeds in the woods, and I'm dropping. Jordan, how are you looking on your uh, your laying two, hitting three? Well, as an average golfer, can't read the wind. I thought wind was hurting. Instead, it was helping. So I'm a little deep right at the stick. Uh, again, average golfer, can't read wind. And uh, still putting for a birdie here. Wind's playing games with us today here on the 14th. Par four, hardest, fourth hardest hole in the course here at Virginia Beach National. Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. We'll finish up, talk to you after the, after the putt. And what seemed to be a hopeful drive ended up being a miserable mess for my average golfer self here on the 14th hole. We're driving to the 15th, thank God. Jordan, how'd you finish up on that one, my man? 
you know, blind squirrels do happen to find a nut every once in a while. When the wind uh, blows. When the wind blows, I was a little deep. I was out, able to two putt for a par. Good you job. Know, I think that's one of the easier holes in the course. Fellow average golfers out there are envious of your par today. Folks, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you all after the round here on Nick's Golf Guide Podcast, Virginia Beach National. We are in Virginia Beach, Virginia today at Virginia National. This is Nick's Golf Guy Podcast, a podcast designed for average golfers like me. And I got my man, Jordan Weymouth, today. Jordan, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to After the Round. We had a good time today. We did. If you don't have a good time on a golf course, you need to maybe reevaluate. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I didn't have a good time today. I actually got my money's worth today, as you well know. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, two Both average guys. golfers out there. Yeah, it was uh, kind of a brutal outing. Beautiful day, great weather today in the 70s, but it Can't was... Can't complain about the weather. It was brutal. Let's go back to um, the front nine okay. uh, and talk about that. What, what did you like about the front nine? What did you not like about the front nine? Well, look, you walk into this course, um, you know it used to be a TPC course. Right, so it used to have when they first opened PGA it. events right. uh, years ago, and um, so it still has that design to it. They did make it a little friendlier. Um, for us average golfers, which makes total sense, and I appreciate that. But you walk into the first hole and you see it's pretty wide open. Yeah. Um, you can certainly make mistakes. However, it's right at you. and You don't realize when you get to the second hole. You don't realize what's coming. Yeah. The second <laughs> hole, you just you get up there and first hole is straight ahead, right at you. You can see the green. Second hole, you got a little right to left. <clears throat> dog leg left hole and uh, you can't see the green you know you got water and trees so I really focus on the second hole right when you come to this course you really got to just eye eye in on the second hole and get through it we did that we did the live as as we as we played today it was we did and you it was not pretty and for your listeners you'll hear uh, how it ended up for us yeah but, uh, absolutely it's it's really a really fun hole if you think about yeah it. If, you, if for for the average golfer even yeah I mean, you can if you hit a good drive out there and you stay out of trouble it's a very gettable hole. You just got to make minimize your mistakes. Right. What, what about uh, what about the rest of the front nine as a collective? What did you What did you think uh, for you know average golfer, somebody who comes here to Virginia Beach wants to play? Yeah, you get a little bit of at Virginia Beach National. Yeah. yeah, you really get a little bit of everything. I mean, you have some some water in play. You have bunkers. You have um, trees. I mean, you really it's it's it challenges you. This course. I mean, it's not an easy course, but it is it is a forgiving course. So if if you're out of play, what well, you think out of the fairway out of times, you're still able to play uh, your ball. So for average golfers, I think it's a great place to go to, um, mainly because you can hit the ball around the course. Right. Instead of being a you know a, an A to B player, you can be A to your B isn't so good, and then you make a C happen. So I, I really enjoy. I mean, you got the par five on the fifth hole. Yeah. Really fun. It's about 500 yards. It is fun. Uh, really fun. I mean, you got a big fairway. You got water on the left, a little waste bunker on the right. And um, to get to the green, you can either go for it in two and try to be a hero, or you can lay up, go on top of that hill that runs down towards the green. So you can have a lot of fun on this course. Right. I had a rough time all the way around. I don't care what <laughs> hole it was, on, especially on the front nine. It was, uh, it was tough. Came in here vibrant, positive, ready to go, and then it just it, – was not was not fun. What do they say? Me. Life comes at you fast. Comes uh, at you golf fast. comes at you fast. What, what do you think about the architecture here on the front nine? Uh, what you were t- you kind of brought that up a couple of times today. I did. Well, look, it's a it's a Curtis Strange Pete Dye collaboration course. Those guys are pretty renowned world world renowned golfers. Yeah. And um, 
Pete Dye in particular does not make friendly courses. Right. Um, however, Curtis Strange definitely had eased it up for us because Pete Dye has a lot of elevated greens on his sure. courses. Um, this one, you don't have too many of those. So Curtis definitely brought the, the greens back to an average golfer's yeah. level. Um, yeah. However, you do have a lot of really, really fun undulated holes. Um, so a lot of, every fairway in particular outside of number one, you, you have a the you ball have some challenges to it. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna, you may not get an easy lie every single hole in the in the middle of the fairway. Right, right. Wow. So, um, what do you think about uh, the eighth hole? Wait, maybe it's the seventh hole. That par three with the water. Seven is the par three. Yeah. yeah so that that, that hole one, can be intimidating at that, times. This is the second time I played this course in this year, and that one gave me fits. And it's not that hard. It can be. It, it all it's depends on your mental capacity for the water. And look, us average golfers, we, <laughs> we don't know where the, go- the golf ball is going uh, yeah. a majority of the time. Uh, however, I mean, it just depends on which tees you're playing. I mean, the further you get closer to the hole, the green, yeah, supposed to be easier. However, you're standing over that ball and you know water's on the right. I know. And there's always a chance. Instead of just taking your natural go-for-it swing... There, there's, a, there, there's a part of your brain that blocks yourself out from just being natural yeah. and doing it when you see this daunting, massive pond on the right side. <laughs> and that hole does it, does it for me, man. So let's go to the back nine. We, uh, we played uh, the ninth hole, and then we went on to the tenth hole, mm-hmm. which can be pretty uh, visually intimidating. What do you think about that? Insofar as the the course uh, the, of the eighteen holes, I found the tenth was most visually intimidating. And then when you uh, get out there, you realize that I'm right. Absolutely. I mean, you, you <laughs> go you go from one nine is a really tough hole. So yeah. You go from really back to back hard holes that can either uh, shape around or can ruin around really quick. So once you hop to ten from the tee boxes we played, the greens, you have it goes. Basically, it's the whites on every course, um, but they, for whatever reason, they have it as the greens. Yeah. So you have greens, blues, and blacks. So you're you're three back, uh, three up from the tips. Um, you're still hitting over water. Yeah. On the tee ball. Absolutely. The further you move back, you have more water. And if you nail it too hard, you could put it push it into the trees if you don't. You can go left into trees. Right. Or high fescue. Yeah. Or you can go right into trees. So you and, and then you're looking straight ahead. You have a bunker. So you're like, do I aim at the bunker? Do I aim left at the bunker? If I aim left, I'm kind of blocked out by trees. Right. It's a really it, visually, it is intimidating because you one, you can't see the green. Yeah. You see a elevated fairway, and um, you don't really know what's past it right. unless you play this course frequently. And for those people that are maybe visiting or um, that haven't played it, it's probably the most intimidating hole on the course. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's the way I see it too. That's why I brought it up. Absolutely. Uh, let's finish up the the. Uh, back nine what was uh what was your hardest hardest hole on the back nine and your your best hole on the back nine well there weren't a lot of yeah. good holes on the back nine for me it was um, tough. but I, I will say my favorite hole on the back nine is number 12 hands down it's a par five or split fairways it's a sharp dog leg right yeah you have a, a wall of trees that hug the entire almost the entirety of the hole right on the right hand side and then you have some forgiveness on the left. However, you have this massive oak tree right. on the left side of the splitting fairways where, again, you can 
it can shape around or it can kill around. Right. And for me, I, I ended up going left side of the fairway, had a big tree in, in, in front of me. I could have hit a good shot. I just, again, it's that mental capacity. You right. Know, you see that tree and you start thinking about it. Do I want, I got to shape this a little bit. Um, Without a doubt. So I pulled it. Yep. Because the tree's on my left-hand side, I pull it, and that was the hardest hole for me. I, I mean, I, I think I, I salvaged a double bogey, which um, it happens. But best hole, I was 18. It's a beautiful hole. 18 um, is a beautiful hole. It coincides, Great way to finish the round, for sure. Yeah, it, it coincides with nine, uh, obviously, and there's that big body of water splitting the two holes. Yeah. And so for the 18th hole, the, the water is all on, on your left-hand side. Um, you can get in some trouble there, depending on how you hit the ball. Today, I hit a nice fade right in the middle of the fairway, um, hit my second shot onto the green, and two putt for a par. Yeah. So that would be my highlight of the round, and that that hole can be tough. You got I, a bunker on the right, you I got think a I lot of water on the left. I mean, it's it's a it, it can be another visually daunting hole when yeah. you see water and bunkers. I think I had my best score on the 18th. I double bogeyed. No, I'm just kidding. you're better than that. Yeah, Nick. yeah you had I some know. good holes out there, but my short game let me down today. Let's let's talk real quick about the greens. They seem to be a challenge every time I come here. Uh, do, how how does the average golfer like us kind of kind of read the green and then putt the green and yeah. then not leave after four putts or three putts? Well, for our group today, I think yeah. we didn't we didn't putt. Great. I, I had one really good. Oh, you had an amazing 35-footer yeah. on yeah. number nine right, that right. you made. Um, but, look, I think I think we overestimate the break. Yeah. A lot of times you see the undulation in the greens, sure. and you're thinking, oh, it's going to break right to left or left to right or however you see it. And we overestimated. So we, we overcompensated on our putts, yeah. and we would miss – a high above the hole when we probably could have gone a little bit less on the break. Yeah. So, the, I mean, these, these greens are, are, they roll really well. Um, the superintendent out here does a great job. And, uh, you know, you, you can trust the rolls. You're not going to get it. I call it turbulence for me when you, when you hit some, uh, you go to some courses and you have a lot of bumps that kind of, yeah. you know, redirect your ball, I should say. This course, you're not going to get a lot of those because they take good. They take great care of the they course. They do. That, let, so they let's, roll true. Let's talk about that for real quick before we move on. Uh, the uh, the um, the shape of the course today as a whole. How did you feel? How did you feel? Uh, Outstanding. Yeah. I mean, they. I was really impressed with how well it was. I mean, even we. It's been pretty dry around here, but it's it's been pretty well maintained uh, yeah I mean, we had I that storm say. a few weeks a few weeks back yeah. that maybe add some water which probably helped the course definitely flood right. get a little bit more uh uh plush or right. flush however you want. i don't know what the word is but um look they they do a great job they, right. the fairways are clean you don't have weeds growing i mean they, they, they definitely maintain and the, like i said the superintendent does a fantastic job yeah. he's got his crew out here working we saw a few of them out there today making sure that the course is in good shape for us and that's what you're going to get when you come out here. Right on. I mean, they, 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 they do a great job. Okay, so let's talk about a friend of yours, a hypothetical friend of yours. Okay. I know you have friends. Not very many. But Not very many, but. I'm glad yeah. to have one in, right. in Nick's there golf you go. podcast. <laughs> there you go. So if a friend of yours calls and says, you know, hey, man, I'm coming into Virginia Beach. I know you can't golf, but I, I, I'm bringing my clubs and I want to go golfing. Yeah. Uh, where would you tell them to go? And if you told them here, what would you tell them about those courses? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you know the area. There's, yeah. there's, there are a lot of golf courses. Right. Um, I, I have a bunch of friends that just came into town actually recently. Uh huh. And 
I wanted to golf. They wanted to golf. And this was the place I took them. Really? So the, yeah, we had 12 guys out here. Oh, okay. We had a little fun round, but they were all here for a, a special event. And uh, I always recommend this place. Right. I mean, I, I know the one. It's great for me. I know the course. Yeah, you played here but a I, lot. I know I can trust the course. Right. I know that I know it. I know it's going to be in good shape. I know that people that from all ranges of golf yeah. can play this course. It's look, not going to be tight where you're hitting out of bounds all the time. But there are some challenging holes, of course. But it's it's a forgiving course where you're not going to scream and yell the whole time and throw your clubs where you can. You're going to have some good shots. Yeah. You're going to have some holes where. You're like, oh, man, I want to go back and play yeah, that. You're going to have that one hole here that uh, makes you come back. Absolutely. For sure. Okay, so on uh, on the Average Golf Guy podcast, uh, scale of one to five, one being the worst, don't even bother playing, five being the best, how do you rank Virginia Beach National? That's a tough question. Tough question. It's a tough question because there are private courses. There, right. are, there are places that are people with lots of money you join and play at. For the average golfer, I will give this place a four. A four for the average golfer. If you're coming to Virginia Beach, uh, do check out Virginia Beach National. It is a premier spot here on the Coastal Virginia Golf Network. Uh, so thanks for coming out, man. We had a great time. Let's. Yeah. Uh, would you like to go ahead and move on over to the short game Let's and do finish it. things up? Let's do it. All right. We're going to head on over to the short game. Give me just one moment. Take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with my man Jordan Weymouth here on Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. Welcome to the short game around 24 Nick's Golf Guy Podcast, the podcast designed for average golfers. We are here in Virginia Beach, Virginia, at Virginia Beach National. My man, my man Jordan uh, had a great round today. Want to give a shout out to Emma Jane, the car girl here. Did a great job uh, hooking us up with cold beers on the uh, on the course today, so want to give her a shout out, uh, Jordan. Let's um, move on here to the short game. All right, let's do it. Uh, a couple of rounds ago on Nick's Golf Guy podcast, I found a build your own foursome. It's called BYOF. So build your own foursome. If you were gonna build your own foursome, any any person you want, dead or alive, okay, who would you who would it be? God, that is. That's a really tough question. I'm sure you get various answers from everybody. I'm pretty sure the number one hit is probably Tiger Woods. Um, he's, he's always up there. He's always on know, the mind. But I'm going to stay different. Okay. I love Tiger. Who doesn't? And, and watching Tiger, you know, as a kid to now, I mean, it's always just it's, – it's been a pleasure to be a fan and to, a spectator for watching him play. But I'm going to take a different route and be different okay. than everybody right. else. Hey, you're foursome, man. You're putting not? it together, right? I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'd love to play with him. Right. Funny enough, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is got, quite the golfer. Got to play with Justin Timberlake. Okay. Throwing a shout-out to Justin. He's a scratch golfer. I know that. Yeah. I think he owns a golf course. Why but, wouldn't uh, he? Yeah, right? Why wouldn't you? Um, so, All definitely right, so start with him. Justin Timberlake is one. You got yeah. two more. Who, yep. who are you calling? Who are you texting? Who? I'm, I'm going with Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. I need the humor, and that guy is – I mean, you've, we've all seen him play in the yeah. match and all that. I mean, the guy just would crack me up the entire time. Um, and it's Peyton Manning. Right. Who wouldn't want to play with Peyton? I love Peyton. 
Third. So so we got Justin Timberlake, <laughs> we got Peyton Manning. I'm going to collect a group here. Yeah. Third, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry so I've Fitz. Back to back football players. You're a Cardinal fan. I am so a that massive Cardinals sense. fan. Uh, he is does a stand up guy. He does play golf. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how good he is, but I, I know he plays in you know various amateur tournaments, right. like pro ams or whatever that are fun and. Um, okay. So so my next question to yeah. t- to piggyback on that, what course would you play? Well, I have to add a fourth. Oh, no, I'm the No, fourth. you're the fourth. Oh, my yeah, yeah, I know. I don't get I to just watch them play no, the whole no. time. Sweet. I yeah. would be watching them got play two the whole NFLers time. and uh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. What course would we play? Everybody probably says, oh, Augusta. Right. That's you always know? a good one. I, w- I went to the Masters this year, got to walk up and down Augusta. It's uh-huh. a beautiful place. However, Uh-oh. there is a place called Cypress Point, not in Virginia Beach. Right. There is one of one my in, favorites. There is one in Virginia Beach called uh-huh. Cypress Point. There's one out in California, uh-huh. not very far from Pebble Beach. It's also a very private place. Uh-huh. I'm going Cypress Point. Cypress Point, California. California. Wow. And it is one of the most exclusive courses in the country, and I think we would just have a ball out there. And everybody you invited to your uh, foursome has a private jet, so you just have to pick on which one. They're probably one, all members, jet to you be want. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> so, they are. All right, there's your foursome. Uh, yeah. Your build your own foursome. Uh, from my man Jordan today. Um, Jordan, let's move on. Uh, do a little thing called a golf language lesson. Uh, I have uh, selected three words from my golfer glossary for today's language lesson. All These right. words can be actually tech golf terms or golf slang. Let's hope I know them. I will say the word, and you will give the definition. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. So the first word in this round's golf language lesson is waggle. What is waggle? Say that again? Waggle. Waggle? Waggle. Waggle. Well, I, I go back to uh, another shout-out to Manello. He's the guy that got really famous recently on Instagram over the last year, and he says, waggle dat. <laughs> and he uses another word after that that I'll refrain from saying. All right. But for, it's when you, for me, it's when you stand over the ball and you got, you got your club in your hand, you do a little shake with your wrists while uh-huh. you're looking at the ball, uh-huh. I'd say waggle that. Waggle that. As part of their pre-shot routine, some golfers will move the club head there back and go. forth above the ball before beginning the takeaway. This action is commonly known as the waggle. So, ding, you got your one-for-one one right now. That is surprising, but it's only because of Manello. So, shout-out to him. He's, <laughs> there you go. He's a great guy to follow as well. We're just giving shout-outs shout all over the place here at Nick's Golf Guy Podcast. All right, the second word of the golf language lesson, round 24, Jordan Weymouth. Grow teeth. What is grow teeth? Grow teeth. Grow teeth. Oh, well, I'm thinking that goes with your approach shot. I mean, again, I, this is just a out on a whim here. Um, I'm assuming you're hitting a ball into the green, and you need it to bite on the green. Maybe you're just a little bit past the flag, and you're uh-huh. trying to suck it back. Uh-huh. I would assume bite teeth and putting those two to two, to, two and two together, uh, grow some teeth, which means to spin back, bite towards the green, or by the hole. I think you got it. This is a slang term used for when a golfer begs the ball to stop quickly so yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna, i'm giving you a point on that one yeah you, i think you, i deserve it. i think i think you uh you pretty much nailed it okay grow teeth all right and the final word number right. three for the golf language lesson Let's round 24 three, for three here jordan weymouth cuban what is cuban cuban yeah what is cuban <laughs> well i mean i'm gonna go with a cigar <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's I'm your gonna, final answer. Well, I mean, it, 
yes. Well, now you're making me second guess myself. But I want to stick with my true answer just okay. because uh, there is a, something about having a cigar on a golf course. Yeah. It just seems to fit right. I know Cubans are known for their, their heavy cigars that people seem to love. I'm not a cigar smoker myself, but I do know that there are a lot of Cuban cigars being smoked on the golf course as we speak. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. Darn it. You are incorrect. The, the term relating to the putting action where the ball stops just short of dropping into the cup, the ball needs an, one more revolution, the Cuban. Wow, that yeah. is news to me. And uh, we had a lot of those today, didn't That's, we? Yeah, we did all day long and then some. All right, two for three on the, uh, on the golf language lesson. Good job. Hey. Good job. I did my best. All right. Hey, my man Jordan, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Really Thanks appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me. We had a great time. We're going to have to do it again soon. Absolutely. Be- Looking before, forward to the next time. Yeah, winter golf is uh, upon us here shortly. So, All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Another great round here on Nick's Golf Guy podcast as we go golf course review. Now let's head on over, finish things up with this week's The Putt. And a quick update for Chris Dillow over at Killing Creek and Newport News saw on his Instagram, Chris Dillow Golf. On October 15th, Everyone Wins is his new program he's laying out as he will be announcing the new performance programs for adults and juniors, including a six-month winter program for juniors. Space will be very limited, so be prepared and tag at Chris Dillow Golf on Instagram with parents, juniors, and others you know who are ready to take the next step in golf performance. Good luck to you, Chris. If you have any comments about the show or golf terms you'd like to share as well as a course you might think I want to review, hit me up golfguynick757 at gmail.com or leave a comment in the comments section. Don't forget to like, follow, and share for all my outings here on Nick's Golf Guy podcast. I want to thank my guest today, fellow average golfer Jordan Weymouth, for coming on the show and sharing his gift for the game of golf. Always a good time to hit the course with my fellow average golfers. That is going to be it for this round 24 of Nick's Golf Guy podcast. I want to thank you for listening. I'll be back with round 25 next week of Nick's Golf Guy podcast, the podcast for average golfers like me. Until then, my fellow average golfers, tee times, tee offs, and better scores for a happy average golfer life.